everyone. How's it going? Welcome back to the Infatuation Podcast. I think, too, we're going to have a really fun chat today. You know, once in a while, someone will ask me, how do I how do I find my guests? Because some, some of my guests are on the other side of the world. And it turns out that I'm just a little bit of a stalker. <laughs> well, I mean, what it is is more like I, I, I go on reels and I look around and I see who's there. And so one day I was scrolling my reels and I found our guest today and she made a self-made, well, I, I couldn't even tell it was self-made actually, to be honest, I couldn't tell because it was so high quality, but it was a silk, aka Cindy Moon, aka the Asian girl version of Peter Parker. And her reel caught my eye and I was like, hey, you know, I, I had to find out more about this person. And so I, I dug a little deeper into Estelle's profile and I found out that she's a singer, songwriter, dancer, actor, former J-pop group member. And that's just a few things. We may even find out more things about her today. But I knew I wanted to talk with her. So we reached out and she got back. So uh, please welcome, calling in from Singapore, Estelle Fly. What's up, Estelle? What's up? I'm good. I hope you and thank you so much for taking yeah. the time, you know, to come in. Like the fact that you dug into like finding out what I did. A little bit. I'm still a little shook. bit. Yeah, I kinda shook. <laughs> yeah. All right, and I'm trying something new. I'm greeting my guests in the Asian way. So Estelle, have you eaten yet? Yes, I, I in Singapore we say makan already. <laughs> we we've already eaten. Just just before this, I was like eating up my bihun. I was like, <laughs> nice, okay, nice. No, I like I like interviewing guests on a full stomach. I don't want you thinking about your next meal. You know, I'm glad that you ate, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. It was. I almost did, but I was just like, oh, I'm gonna. I I think I'm gonna feel the hunger later, so I just quickly had a just squeeze bite. It in, yeah. <laughs> like, and and what what did you say you yeah. had? You had bihun. Bihun. <laughs> what is? Yeah, it's like white thin white noodles like vermicelli uh-huh. we call it vermicelli here so it's like really thin white noodles the one i had was in soup so mm. it's like bihun soup we call it bihun nice soup. yeah mm-hmm. no i i've never been to singapore but i one of my one of my dream places to go i think is singapore and mostly because of the food <laughs> oh yeah I, I mean to be honest i i think the only thing singapore is really really proud of is their food i think it's not too bad i think it's a really good mix of everything <laughs> yeah uh, a lot of asian food a lot of like western and then japanese korean so you can kind of take your pick yeah it's also kind of a i mean just based on my my search around it's also one of those instagrammable countries right like a lot of places are built really to look good i don't know yeah no is it maybe maybe it's maybe because i live here yeah. So everything kind of looks the same to me now. If I go to like America, everything looks like like inspiration. Really? Period. Like if I go, I I want to take a photo because I'd be like, oh my god, the way the sun hits that building, mm-hmm. the architecture is like historical, you uh, know. And it's like that's true. you guys are kind of living in history, sort of. But it's everything's just kind of huh. still the same buildings, but you guys have modernized it and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I love that. Huh, yeah, I love that. Huh. I don't know. Mm. Everyone always says, "Oh, Singapore is so clean and so beautiful." Oh yeah, it is. And the gardens Super. and the architecture, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have lots of dustbins everywhere, so yeah. like, you know. <laughs> all right, all right. So thanks for coming on our show. I did hear a little bit about your name, but I'm not entirely sure about Estelle Fly and how Estelle Fly mm. came about. Uh, it was a little bit of a glitch, a little bit of a internet <laughs> glitch that ended up with the stealth fly. How did you get your name? 
Okay, so long ago on on friends, is it no Facebook? Facebook, uh-huh. the early the early days of Facebook, um, there was like a first name and a last name, and I think they had to approve your name before it goes up live. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's the same case now, yeah, I don't know. but it was back then. I, I haven't changed it in forever, so it was supposed to be. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you know the term fly kite. Have you heard of fly I don't, kite before? Yeah. Okay, so locally. Or in Asia, I think if you said fly kite, is basically telling someone to like f off. Uh-huh. But I had no idea that was what it meant. Okay. I literally, yeah, but everyone was using it. So when I was a kid, I was just like, okay, you know, Estelle fly kite, you know, like, <laughs> and then I put like Estelle fly in the first name and then kite in the last name, and I think. Facebook picked up on that and they removed the kite, so it just became Estelle fly, <laughs> and then. For the longest, lo- longest time, I was just like everybody started calling me Estelle Fly, and I was just like, okay, like sure, yeah. uh, it's a nice ring to it. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, when I found out what it meant, I was like, oh my god, thanks Facebook for saving me from social suicide. Because yeah, yeah, honestly, yeah. that was that would not be cool. Be I good. thought it was cool. <laughs> yeah. No, I like it though because you know I think you get all your usernames right. There's no other Estelle Flies out there. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, so. I guess it worked out. You know, and actually, <laughs> I, what I thought when I first saw it is we used to say, like, not me even, like, maybe even older than me, like, in the 70s or 80s, mm-hmm. they'd say, oh, you're looking pretty fly. Oh, like, cool. Yeah. 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 So, in America, is kind of a, a way of saying, oh, you're you're pretty fly. But we don't use that anymore. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe that's, yeah. that's where I thought it was from at first, is still fly. But, okay, so still fly. I wish. Guy. I wish. But, yeah, isn't that funny how you get stuck with these usernames from when you're, like, 13 <laughs> <laughs> yeah ex- dude yeah exactly i mean it's better than this but back then there was like more cringier ones like oh foxy girl oh silver quicksilver uh, underscore 1990 right, right, you know right, that right. kind of crap yeah. so i think this is fine yeah, this is really yeah, it works it works uh can we can we dig into your roots a little bit yeah sure are you uh are you chinese or what's your 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 national you're not your nationality your ethnicity Ethnicity. Okay, I know Cindy Moon's Korean. I'm just gonna put it out there. I know she's Korean. Some people tell me like she's Korean. She's not Chinese. <laughs> but yeah, I am. I am Chinese. Um, Singapore. My granddad's from China. He's directly from China. Uh, mom's from Malaysia. Okay. And um, yeah, but at the end of the day, I think I'm still like Chinese. Like mostly just Chinese. Yeah. I did those circle DNA thingies. So yeah, uh-huh. I am very much Chinese. What do you speak at home with your parents? English. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, my, my mom my mom learned math in Malay and my my dad is just hopeless when he came to Chinese ever since he was a kid. <laughs> he he speaks Hokkien and my mom speaks Cantonese. Okay. I'm horrid with like languages. I think God just went like mm, I think Estelle would be good at dancing and singing and anything arts, she should be decent. With languages we just make her like completely stupid like she can't <laughs> no I, f- I feel that i feel that. are you no, the I same can't. yeah yeah i i'm chinese american um but i was born here my parents were born here so i've tried to learn mandarin over the years just for fun it's tough it's not dude. going it's not going well yeah, yeah it's hard <laughs> it's super hard yeah. yeah do you have a chinese name did they tell you your chinese name yeah I, well i learned it later I, le- I actually was in a chinese class in college Ooh. and the professor was like what's your chinese name and i didn't know so I had to I had to go home and my mom had to find it in some book because my grandpa gave me a Chinese name. 
Oh yeah, uh, the the grandparents so. usually do that because they don't want that part of the family to ever. You don't want them yeah. to lose it, right? Yeah, yeah, and 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 my parents aren't aren't real good at Chinese either, so they probably couldn't even come up with a name. So, oh, so okay, yeah, okay. so I I so I grew up all English, and then tried to learn just for fun, but yeah, it's it's no good. <laughs> I feel your struggle, man, and I I've learned it for fifteen years, and I still failed. Like, I really tried. It's it's not easy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know, you know Japanese though, yeah. You you learned a lot of Japanese. I, I worked in Japan for two years. Right. I sang in Japanese. But the thing was, uh-huh. when I was in Japan, they didn't provide us like a language teacher. A lot of the times, we were uh, learning on the job, and mm. seeing my history with Chinese, having learned it for fifteen years <laughs> every single day, uh-huh. in two years, I did pick up a decent amount of Japanese. Like at some point, when it came to interviews i was able to kind of express myself huh. sort of but then when i stopped it's like it just went back to like uh-huh. yeah but i mean i know the basic <laughs> stuff like oh thank you so much for supporting me my name is so and so yeah like yeah. little things you know like a really really basic stuff but if you ask me to like you know converse now i'll be like uh-huh. uh-huh. sorry <laughs> again uh-huh. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah, yeah. You use it or lose it, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Know. Facts, facts. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, were you were you like a musical kid when you were growing up? You did you do the piano and ballet, violin? What what sorts of things did you do growing up? The violin sounds super Asian. I have so many friends who do it. Right? <laughs> yeah. And the cello. Oh my god. But uh-huh. uh, piano. But for me, I my mom started me with piano. And then she realized I had huge anxiety when it came to exams because <laughs> recitals, yeah, yeah, I know because when you practice every night with your folks and they're sitting next to you because you're a kid, right? It, it's just so much pressure, and I I couldn't do the exams, but I did really well in the class because every single time I like played, the the teacher would be like, everybody come and like watch. So I think I, if I continued, I would have been decent, but um. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I stopped, and then she was like, "Okay, maybe we, you could try ballet." So I did ballet, and I did it for a really long time. And I'm so glad she did because ballet mm. is like kind of like the foundation to all the different yeah. sorts of dance styles. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing ballet for about seven, eight years, and I jumped a few grade, like a couple of grades. So I like I did grade four, and then my teacher thought I was really good, so I skipped grade five for example that kind of uh-huh. situation so i was actually really good um and then i guess uh, school happened i had just a lot of commitments i just mm. couldn't keep up so i had to leave and then but in the meantime i was doing ballet tap street jazz i was doing like a whole bunch of stuff oh wow and yeah um not so much piano but a lot of uh, not like music instruments but mostly like dancing yeah a lot of motor skills was there a point where anything clicked where you're like, I could do this for a living or I want to do this forever? <laughs> uh, like, um, on, I think, yeah, I, I think because I grew up with Disney, I grew up with Hannah Montana, oh. man. It's like the worst uh-huh. height of values <laughs> yeah. to teach your kids, like, chase your dreams. You sure, are sure. you are a superstar. Just go for it. Yeah, yeah it was, I, I was very much that. I was super taken by that kind yeah. of dream. And then... Um, when when the opportunity came for me to be in Japan, I was like, no questions asked. I I I dropped everything. 
Yeah, and uh, that's the problem. It's like when you watch stuff from Disney, you just see like the the good stuff, like the exciting uh-huh. stuff, and then yeah. you totally don't know about what goes behind the scenes. And back then, K-pop sure. wasn't a thing, right? So people didn't yeah. know. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like Camp Rock and High School Musical oh, or those yeah. kind of things. I mean, not so much on <laughs> Camp Rock because it was a, not so much of Camp Rock. I think I was kind of a little bit older by then but Hannah Montana was like a little bit like a couple of years before that and then I I loved it love love yeah yeah so so this Japanese label did auditions in Singapore or you flew to Japan to audition so this is the interesting thing so I I was I loved anime and I was at this um, convention and then they had this thing called called a maid cafe and I was like, uh-huh. oh, I wanna, I wanna work. I was like only like around seventeen, seventeen at the time. So I was like, I have to do it. And then at the cafe, they they were like, oh, if you like to sing and dance, we can, and we can put you on the main stage, so you can like get more people to come and check out, the, you know, the cafe. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh yeah, my god, yeah. yeah, sure. Wait, um, this is in Japan? Or no, this, this is... is in Singapore. So okay, it's like okay. a huge. Oh, if you're ever in Singapore, if you love anime. There's this huge Southeast Asian anime convention that happens every year until to this day. Okay, so anyway, mm-hmm. back to the story. So uh, I said yes, and um, in this festival, uh, there are many uh, artists that come down for a concert that happens at night. But in the day, uh, they have like panels and like you know yeah. fan meets kind of situation. Right, right. And um, all the managers and all of them would be in waiting rooms there behind the stage. And I did a dance, and then I did a singing thing on my own so the dance was mm-hmm. with a few girls and then i sang on my own and on the stage on the stage i was like holding a piece of paper reading off the lyrics it was like <laughs> it was crazy because it's like a huge convention hall and it's just this uh-huh. huge stage and i was standing on the stage with a piece of paper and a mic but uh-huh. um, apparently that did it because apparently i did really well and uh-huh. when I got off the stage, they're like, when I came out of the stage and backstage, and then everybody was like clapping. And I think a couple <laughs> of managers heard. So this one particular manager was like, Do you like to sing? Do you want to dance? Because we we're actually kind of putting a girl group together. So it's kind of like scouting. But at the time, I was just like, it didn't seem really serious. It was just like uh, uh-huh. a conversation, and it, it never happened again. And then the following year, I was back at the Mate Cafe because it's an annual thing. And they liked me so much, they brought me back. And the same manager was there. So he was like, you know what? We're actually really doing a girl group. We're, I would like to audition you. And then, yeah. It, it, and it happened. It, that, it just happened like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so it's if I get the times right, so this is kind of like your senior year in high school then? Uh, I would guess so. I was, yeah, I was, oh, I was 18 at the time. Uh, okay. 17 coming on 18 yeah so yeah correct and I, your, your parents were like sure this sounds great go to Japan uh, become an idol I mean looking back now I don't know if I would let my kid do it but <laughs> it, it, it was almost like that I told them that this is what I really want to do this is like my dream and this is like what I want to pursue and they did like tons of background checks because I was really young right at the time yeah Really I mean, good. yeah, I, I would totally understand why they did. But then the company is huge. It's like one of the biggest um, artist companies in Japan. It's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were like, okay, I guess it's fine. Because they're one of like the big threes in like Japan, like the kind yeah, of situation. Okay. So they were like, okay, 
um, but we'll have to meet your manager and everything, you know, just to be sure. And it went really well. Yeah, it went really, really well. And mm, uh, mm. yeah, and they were just like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're talking about CA, which stands for Southeast Asian Anime, Anime. <laughs> which is a girl group. Mm-hmm. What year is this? Twenty eleven around there? Holy crap, that was like twelve years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so it's around that time and this if if you dig deep on YouTube Yeah, what did you can find a couple of videos. You can find a couple of videos. And so it was you, it was Estelle Fly and like three other girls. Yeah. And, and you guys were doing kind of, was it anime type songs? Yes, we call it Annie songs. So it's like uh, anime songs, but Annie, Annie, Annie and songs. So it's Annie songs. Mm-hmm. So it's like really like a genre in Japan. <laughs> yeah. So what was this like? So this was, was it like living the dream or was it a ton of hard work or what was it like doing, became, becoming a J-pop idol? It was definitely both, but it was like a huge culture shock. And I think looking back now, mm. you could really see how sheltered I was as a kid. Like um, I wasn't like they have, you have to have like this sense of like everyone who's there to make this happen for you they you have to hold them at the highest regard because they are the ones believing mm-hmm. in you and pushing you and when i was like 18 i i didn't understand that at the beginning it was just really like oh i'm just like a trainee you know and um mm-hmm. i had to learn a lot of things the hard way and uh it's like core values that stick with me to this day and i'm really glad that i went through that so although it was like living the dream i really got to go on the stage and sing with tons of famous people and like um, a stadium of 20,000 people. I'll never forget wow. it. It was beautiful. And in Japan, they have like a light stick um, right. culture. I, I know K-pop has it now, but like they have that like since yeah. forever. So it was beautiful. Um, but at the same time, it was really, really hard work. Um, I've learned to be very, um, I guess, humble. It really, really humbled me as a person. Mm-hmm. And there were days where we would pr- like practice in the studio for the entire day from like 10 a.m. all the way to 10 p.m. And then, oh, wow. and they would turn the air conditioner off. So it's like super duper hot. <sighs> like you can't, it's stuffy. It's super stuffy, but they want you to do it because it's like stamina. It's like building your stamina because when you're on stage, uh-huh. when you perform, it's hot. Yeah, yeah, during summer with the lights and everything, it gets insanely hot. So mm. they were like, "It's good training." And on days where I just I would cry, and uh, when I cried, he, they would not have it because they're like, "You don't des- you don't get to give up because your other members are not giving up." So oh, since wow. you did, you're gonna sit here and you're just gonna watch them continue to try. And you're just sitting here giving up. And they will purposely make you sit down for like, because you're so guilty, you want to get up and continue. They're like, no, you can't. You're already given up. So you sit here, sit here. Yeah. You got to own it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, 
uh, <laughs> it was like yeah it was like yeah. it was tough for sure but um looking back if i were to do it all over again i would still have done it anyway i thought it was really an experience that i would never forget yeah 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 and i i saw another video you made about how you know when you're in a girl group you get you gotta watch your weight you gotta always look as yeah. you know like a waif you know 45 kilograms and stuff like yeah that. it's it's true because I, I i'm not sure i think in america everyone's a lot more accepting of like you know just being your authentic self i think maybe times have changed too like now but back then like the beauty standards especially for asia it has always been fair tall skinny small face you know always yeah. bright and trippy and um in a group you have like different roles to play right like in a k-pop group you have the makne you have the you know the <laughs> so in our group we had it was a little bit different it was like i was the sporty one which is weird because mm-hmm. i've never played sports in my life <laughs> never i cannot if you if your life depended on the way i was playing i'll be like i'm so sorry bro i can't save you but uh yeah um so uh, there was like the sporty one there was like the pretty one there was like the cute one and there was like the center the center uh-huh. so um i was the sporty one and i was only 18 19 coming 19 and when you're at that age it's like puberty right your weight is gonna be crazy and no matter what you do yeah. it's just not gonna change that drastically you know so it was tough like um i don't think they purposefully tried to compare me but they would just say that she's the pretty one. Your role is to be the singer, the one that dances and sings, the active one. So this is your image. You're supposed to look this way. Uh, or, but then when I step, and then there'll be moments where they give me costumes and then they're wearing skirts and I'm wearing a short because I'm sporty, but because I'm a bit <laughs> on the, at the time, like baby fats, I had like tons of that. So it's like, yeah, yeah. they will be like, hmm when you're posing for shoots they're like uh you know you should move a little and or they're like never mind in post we'll we'll fix that in post so it's like as a kid (laughs) when you hear that it's just like yeah uh okay you know you feel helpless you know and it sticks with you it really sticks with you until you go it's like an impressionable age you know of course yeah yeah (laughs) i mean you're all of us deal with you know how we look when we're 18 yeah. you know and, you know you want to be whatever yeah what you what you think but yeah when you have two hundred twenty thousand people looking at you you know yeah. it's a lot different correct yeah. correct so 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 you did this for about three or four years or no, how long two, did you... two and a half years i actually intended okay. to stay but i think two of my members wanted to leave and the manager oh, this was the thing that scared the shit out of me he was like um, we're going to uh, recruit more girls. It's going to be a seven group member uh, oh. team. And um, because you sing, you have the most experience in singing and dancing, we'll need you to lead the rest of the newbies. And I just went like, oh my God, I can't because I'm like, <laughs> I'm the youngest yeah. in the group. And if uh-huh. you, I mean, if you get more members who are younger, that's fine. But I thought five new girls would have been super wow. daunting. Like the pressure was just like, oh, and yeah. I was like, okay, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can live up to that kind of expectation, you know? Yeah. So after the two years, I was like, oh, I don't I don't think I can do it. Mm. I'm so sorry, mm. yeah. So you went back home. Yeah, I studied. Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, because I didn't have like a diploma at the time, so I was just like, I I think I need a plan B in case of anything. Yeah. 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 So plan B was to go back to Singapore. Yeah. But was the was the fire still in your belly that you wanted to be a performer? Like, like what was your thinking uh, what, when you when you left CA or when you left Japan to come back? Mm-hmm. You were like, oh, I'm just gonna get a college degree and go work in an office. <laughs> what, what was the plan? Well, it was very much that at this because when I was fresh out of it, I was in such a bad mental space because at the time. I didn't have many friends or friends who understood what I was going through sure. and I didn't want to offload. I was, yeah, it was just like, I felt like I failed. I could have, if I just stayed on, I didn't have a lot of friends. My confidence was non-existent. I was just like, yeah, yeah I'm just going to go back to studying. I don't think I want to perform anymore. Yeah. I just needed a break, you know? So I studied for about a year and I ha- yeah, I finished the diploma in like a year and a half. And then um, I moved on to study something else. So I did mass comm and I did psychology. So I wanted to do like a double degree kind of situation. So mm-hmm. yeah, I was studying for like um, one and a, a three years in total because of that. But in between, I was still like going for dance stuff. Like I was dancing at like those. It's really weird. I don't know if they have it in America, but in Singapore back then, it was like a small K-pop community that was slowly building. And what mm. they did was they would just have a time where you can like go onto a dance floor. They would just play random music in a <laughs> mall, in a mall. And uh, anyone can just dance. It's called huh. like random dance right now or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, but back then we did that. And um, I was just dancing and I was just so happy doing it because no one knew who I was. I had no friends. I had no one to show for. I just, just <laughs> went there to have a good yeah. time and I left. And then um, yeah. there was a, as far as performing went for me. And um, yeah, I, it was only later when I started doing YouTube again because of work. I, I actually signed on to like some company to do like content creation. That was when I slowly realized that, okay, actually I don't mind doing my own thing where I don't have people telling me what I should sing, how I should look or how I should be. But that opened like a whole can of worms for another problem. But I I won't dig into that right now. But um, yeah, it was then when I realized maybe I should do something solo. But that was like definitely like four years down the road. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it was just kind of for fun, just dancing on the weekends at the mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but mentally, Singing I was not just in a great fun. place. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely yeah, not immediately. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then several years later, it looks like you started to uh, do some solo songs mm-hmm. with yeah. the, with the Japanese label again, or who, which label were you with? You're... Okay, I was an indie artist, so it, like, uh, okay. yeah, I was an indie. I was on my own, and I. Oh, oh! I had a friend who had a boyfriend who has a, he, she, he's he's not her husband right now anyway. But yeah, at the time he was producing music, and then I was like, I love your stuff. Do you have any tracks that you would love to have a vocalist on? And then he was like, Yeah, you can take this track if you like this track. You can take it, and if you want to sing with it, yeah, you can have it. And I was just like, Are you sure? He's like, Yeah, yeah, just it's fine, just have it. And I was like, Okay, um, I I paid him a thank you token and then um 
ah, I just went ahead and recorded it uh, and released it on my own. The learning curve was like like that. I was just like, uh-huh, I uh-huh. had no idea. And um, there are a lot of like stuff on the internet now, like um, who do who does like distribution for indie artists. So I I did that. So yes, the producer was from Japan, but I did all the recording and everything in Singapore. Um, uh-huh. And then like I did a music video, and yeah, it was really just for fun. And I thought, yeah, might as well just put myself out there. I got nothing like nothing to lose. No one knows who I am really in Singapore, yeah. which is really weird. Like I could go to Japan and I'll do idol work, and I come back to Singapore and no one cares because <laughs> it's just a Singapore <laughs> thing. Like no one just really cares about anything <laughs> until you have succeeded. Yeah, uh-huh. but so it's like um, yeah, I felt like I had not- nothing to lose, and yeah. So it looks like you released uh, a single in English 2018. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Oh, man, that was like five years ago. Holy crap. Is yeah, it? Blue. Yeah, time is, yeah. yeah blue. It doesn't seem like that long ago, 2018 in my head, but yeah, that, was, that was a little while ago. Yeah. And so uh, so you have about five or six tracks on Spotify that I can see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I have a few more with like collaborations with other people. Like I feature uh-huh. on their tracks, but stuff that's just solely me yeah i think it's like five or yeah five six songs what's your what's your favorite track i i have a favorite track but what, what's your favorite track out of this um, i mean i really like love like this but a lot of people love that track like when i perform it people like it the most so yeah i would think love like this but i sing it so often to the point where it's just like ugh. <laughs> I still like the song. It's still my favorite, uh-huh. but yeah, it's like, uh, uh-huh. yeah. How about yours? What's yours? My favorite is heavy. I have a lot of people tell me that I, was, I wrote that during <sighs> COVID, and it was like completely yeah. on my own. Yeah, and I was just, uh, it was a yeah, it was a COVID song. It's a COVID baby. Oh, uh, yeah, huh. I did it during COVID. Uh, but I'm glad you like it. I, I kind of like that song too. It's like good vibes. Can can we listen to a couple? Oh, you can listen to heavy if you like. <laughs> All right. Sure, can sure. you walk us? Can you walk us? No, no. Did you write these, or did you someone else write these? I wrote this, but the track I okay. had like a producer um, write the track, and then I did everything else. I did the top line, I did the lyrics. So, yeah, that's yeah. the rest is me. All right. So we're gonna listen to "Heavy" by Estelle Fly. <laughs> This is so weird for me. <laughs> no, I like to break it down with the musician. I think it's good. Space in between. Shackles on my wrist. Break it. Kiss me just one time or you know you won't across the line. So what was going through your mind when you're writing this song? Okay, so when I first wrote the song, um, at the time I loved Ariana and I wanted like um, uh. a song that was very much like that. So um, I was like going through a library of like different uh, songs. So I would go like basically by the way I write because I can't write the track, I would go onto sites with like beats and stuff and I'll find one that sticks with me. And then I'll write with that beat and then I'll send it to my producer and then he'll write a whole new different thing <laughs> to suit the mm-hmm. top line. But 
at the mm-hmm. time because it was during covid i wanted to it's it felt like everything was kind of closed off and then it was just like i miss the feeling where you can kind of feel that intimacy with the person but mm-hmm. at the same time i knew a lot of people who listened to me a lot of them were like of the younger generation like a bit younger so i was just like okay it can't get too nasty it has to be kind of like a little <laughs> bit more innocent but like <laughs> which is why like actually when i wrote shekels on my wrist i almost wanted to change it because i was just like this feels so bit bdsm <laughs> i think my parents listened to all of my music i was just like they're gonna question me after after this and i i thought i was going to change it but i never went about it i just thought it, it'll be nice because it's just like some adults can hear it some kids can enjoy it i don't know so i was just like yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of like you want to do something and then you can't it's like all these things holding back but sometimes when you're in that space of like tension you kind of enjoy that 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 feeling of tension it's like like the exciting bit you know so there's like uh-huh. just so many of these heavy feelings and i wanted to i was just like really inspired i just wanted to write i wrote this song and like I think majority of it, I wrote like 80% of it in like one sitting in like maybe three hours. I wrote it because it just felt, yeah, it, it was just, yeah. it felt like something for me to do in COVID. At the same time, I just wanted to get all of this out. Uh, but um, yeah, yeah th- actually now looking back, um, yeah, yo, when I was listening to the lyrics, I was just like, damn girl, <laughs> you're like feeling <laughs> stuff out of way. <laughs> uh-huh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's what I, yeah, that's pretty much it for heavy. Okay. Uh, there's a fun. I don't think anyone knows about this, but with heavy, I wanted because it's COVID, right? We couldn't do any shoots or anything. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do like a Sims music video using the Sims <laughs> to make a music video, uh-huh, but uh-huh. um, it was just it was hard. Like I, I, I it's a whole different skill set altogether. Yeah. yeah, but I thought it yeah. would have been so cool because no one has really <laughs> done that before. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, it didn't work out in the end because it was just hard. It was just way too hard. It's technical. It yeah. is very technical. Yeah. So yeah, I, I've heard of people actually, you know, professional musicians filming videos in their house and yeah. you know, on their phone, and yeah, yeah, it yeah, turned yeah, into yeah. a video. Yeah, yeah, I, I did one in the end. It was like on the bed. It was so it was so weird. My my mom came in, and then it was like a self made <laughs> tripod. With a slider, I swear to God, if that slider fell on my face, I would be dead because it's like a huge metal thing, and it was just like rubber bands, like, and then my my camera, and then it was just me on the bed, and when my mom came in, she's like, Yo, I was just like, get out, get out, you know, but it worked out. It's like That's on awesome. it's a Spotify canvas now, and I, I think it worked out. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah I love it. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to see? You want to do one more? I mean, if we could, uh, I mean, up to you. I'm like, I'm fine with anything. <laughs> I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. Let's do love like this, since you say that's people's favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of K-poppy. Yeah. Yeah, this, this sounds very. I don't know if you, if there's an American sound, but it sounds like it could be an American track. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, there were like a few influences. I think at the time the producer pulled up like a BB Rexa song, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there was like a K-pop song. So it's like, yeah, there were like BB Rexa references and influences at the time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's a um, Mumbatan. Yeah, that's the genre Mumbatan. So it's like an American uh-huh. genre. Yeah. Yeah, with a little Latin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Do you want to do more? Or are you still looking to write some more and perform some more? Uh, music wise, because in Singapore, it's like without a label, everything is like hella expensive. Like. Yeah. A music video alone, it's like, uh, and then when it comes to, you have to pay the producer and you have to pay like yeah. a whole bunch of people. It's just, you need a lot of money. And then right now, it's like, I kind of need to earn the money. So yeah. I'm like doing yeah. like more acting stuff, more like, uh, we call KOLs in Singapore, like influences, like uh, yeah, influencer kind of situation now in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of focusing on the artist side of things. So music-wise, it's kind of taken a backseat because I just need yeah. money for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And it's really hard to make money too. Like, you know, yeah, like bro. <laughs> Spotify, you know, all the streaming services don't pay anything. Yeah, it's, it's hard. And it's so. like only gigs and stuff, which I think it's, they, they're, they're definitely gigs. But because a lot of my performance is very much like dancing and singing. And dancing means I need backup dancers. And whenever right. you pay me an amount, I would want to pay my dancers because I myself am a dancer and I would never sure, want to sure. underpay my dancers. So it's like yeah. the fee gets really split up. Right. It's just really, really <laughs> tough to earn. Really tough. Yeah. yeah. But um, I mean, if there's a chance where I get to have like a capital that's been so generous, like the gen- <laughs> a generous uh, charitable person comes into my life. It's like, here's the right. amount of money you can do to do music. I'd be like, sure. <laughs> So, so you've been doing a little more television, YouTube, yeah. and uh, I saw you doing some uh, some hosting. You do a little yeah. MC hosting kind of gigs. Yes, yes, yes. Um, depend. Uh, usually, when I do hosting stuff, it's like for anime stuff. Yeah, for uh-huh, anime uh-huh. or games, because that's kind of like my roots. And honestly speaking, the reason why I also hopped on it because the bosses who made any of this happen for me, like for CA and everything, they're like friends of mine now and when they needed a host i was like okay like sure <laughs> sure i i'll, I'll hop onto uh-huh. that but, but i um, even saw you doing some uh, martial arts training and and you got invited by netflix to do extraction 2 videos yeah. that was fun yes um it was really really fun i love stunts i love love because it's like dancing except you get to right. look like yeah. a badass yeah um yeah. love it and um it's it's i i'm actually taking real choreography classes now because i really really want to get into that and i'm manifesting myself into a movie in america i'm gonna work so hard i could be an old lady i don't care i could be a fighting old lady i don't (laughs) care but um yeah i just thought that it would be great it might increase my chances in getting to like an action movie you know you never know it'd be cool yeah Yeah. and you do an american accent right i've heard you yeah yeah um working on it Because a lot of the auditions now are like in American accents, which is really hard. Like I'm practicing. Yeah. I have to practice. If not, it's yeah. like, yeah. So you're, you're Cindy Moon. That's your American accent? That... Yeah, I guess so. That's me trying to have an American accent like based off what it I sound, watch on TV. It sounded good to me. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> sweet. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, so your content creation is, is, is pretty next level. Like I think I can tell you put some time into it. You're not just... <laughs> you know, whipping these things out. You're putting some effort into these. Yeah, bro. Um, but I kind of get really obsessive in 
things that I really really care about. So if you watch like my other stuff, I don't I don't care, man. I'm like doing like basic bar like trendy stuff on TikTok that no sure, one ever gives sure. a crap about. But like I love the Spider-Verse and I was like <laughs> it, it didn't even come from a point where oh man, Cindy's not going to be in the and 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 beyond the Spider-Verse because to be honest, I feel like she wouldn't really serve this particular narrative very well, so I wouldn't Yeah. Yeah, it's fine if she's not in it, but it was like no one has ever done it in a way where it's not just a cosplay video. I wanted it to be like, I love this, and I want people from this, like in the Spider Verse, like people who are fans of the Spider Verse, to appreciate this too. So, like, I read a bunch of her comics, and I really enjoyed it. And I was just like, wouldn't it be cool to reenact scenes from the comic books? Because a lot of the stuff you see on the MCU, it's like, okay, we've known what's happened in the comics, but for the sake of the movie, we kind of have to like mission mash things up to see what works mm -hmm. for the movie. I don't have to do that on TikTok because it's just really short snippets. It's just like, yeah. I'll take this yeah, one. Yeah. I'll, I'll just take that one. And yeah, it just became a thing. Like I enjoyed it yeah. so much. So, so much. And uh, yeah, it just kind of grew from there. I love it though. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Like everyone out there, you should go... Go to Estelle Fly's Instagram and click on her reels. And there's a, there's about nine or ten of them now. You got on a little bit of a roll. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm taking a break now because people, people like my friends, are starting to think like, what are you doing? Like, are you like, <laughs> are, what are you trying to do? I'm just like, dude, I'm just in, I'm just obsessed right now. Just ignore me. I'll be done in, in a while. But it's weird because like people who like followed me, like tons of people follow me now for mm. Cindy Moon so yeah. <laughs> content so i'm just like oh my god how am i gonna go from here now but yeah. um yeah it's yeah. Kind of that. yeah go check them out they're really fun i mean and you know it manifesting right just throw yeah, it out i mean there. i know, you never know. Uh, yeah I, I guess so like i think because i know how it works in terms of like acting and like how to get into an mcu thing i know it's impossible it's almost impossible yeah. for me to be scouted just like that i know but it's, you know, it's like delusional. I'm delusional, man, at this point. But, uh, you know, like if people think like if they tag Marvel enough, I don't know what it would bring me. I Definitely not Marvel. But in my hopes is like maybe some director can see that I can do certain things. It doesn't yeah. have to be an MCU thing. But in the meantime, just like, you know, enjoying, enjoying it while it lasts, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it looks like it's real fun. So everyone should go follow Estelle out <laughs> there. Um, you know, just, just, she does K pop videos. She does, uh, what, what mostly dance that I've seen on your Instagram and TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, real fun. And so that, that's still just mostly for fun, the dancing. And well, actually, you were in a, you were in a musical. Yeah. You were in a, yeah. I just, I finished it. I, uh, it, it wrapped like last month was it last month oh my god it's like yeah two months ago almost oh jesus oh, christ yeah, yeah. yeah a month and a half ago it wrapped um it was great so you, it, so you're still doing some stuff you're on stage still you're still yeah yeah, yeah. Still I, out I mean, there. at the beginning of the year i was doing a show like a short local series i wrapped mm -hmm. that in like two months and then i went straight into the musical which was like two months as well mm -hmm. so i was like crazy busy for four months and um musical theater was tough but it was great it became great towards the end it was yeah. great at the end yeah um yeah. kind of sad yeah. that it, well when it started to feel great it was like at the end already i was like oh yeah. but yeah so i have a habit i did that 
Okay. Yeah, I'm following you, man. I'm 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 expecting big things for 2023, 2024. Ah, uh, no! <laughs> Don't do that to an Asian person. It's like pressure. Oh my god! Oh. No, if it if it happens, it happens, and yeah, I'll be yeah. happy about it. I'll Thanks. be happy about Thank it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So everyone, go follow Estelle. Uh, you fought, You have answered our tough questions. Are you ready for our lightning round? Oh God! Yeah, sure. All right, let's do this. Okay. Uh, what's your? Let's see. So you were in the J-pop idol group, but who's your favorite idol right now? Either Korean, J-pop, or anywhere. BB, I love BB. She's under eighty and raising yeah. now. I think I love BB. Yeah. I did. You see her interview with uh, Young G? She does oh, that yes. YouTube. Oh my God, Jesus! Yeah. That's like that combination is chaos. Yeah. It's just chaos yeah. energy. Yeah. I like her too. Yeah, she's yeah. very real. She seems. You know, she's she seems different, yeah. and you know, she's a K-pop star, of course. But yeah, she seems a little different. Yeah, yeah. Which I think it's very cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And she speaks great English too. I love yeah. to, have, you know, BB come on the podcast sometimes. Yeah, yeah, do it, so, do it. I mean, if she if she was ever keen, for sure. Yeah. I know. All right, cool. Uh, what was the last song you listened to on your playlist? Oh, um, "Kiss of Life's" is like a new song. It's like a K-pop that brand song. new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, they're them. they're young, right? They're they're in their teens. Oh no, no, no. I think they're on like they're eighteen and up. I know it sounds okay. but I mean in Korea now it's like <laughs> kids at fifteen and Okay. Okay. So, so they're not super, super young. Yeah, they're not super but yeah, young. But they're brand new though. They yeah. just they just debuted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that song's that song slaps. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh favorite Singaporean street food. Ooh, bro, oh, this is tough. Street food? I don't know if chicken rice counts as street food. It's like comfort yeah, food. I think comfort, so. Yeah, it's a go-to. It's great. Yeah, the rice is yeah. great. Oh my god. Nah, I think I think that's one thing I definitely want to have is the. You need Hainan, to have it. Hainan yeah, Hainan Hainan chicken, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good. Oh my god. All right. Cool. Uh, all right, and I like to do this where I give you a choice of two things. Okay. One of them you can have, and then the other one you don't get to have for a year. Oh, just a year? That's okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Maybe two years. We'll make it tougher for you. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. No. All right. Singing or dancing? You can either sing for, for you keep singing or keep dancing, but you can't do the other one for two years. Oh, dancing. <laughs> really? I okay. love singing, but it's just too much lore and trauma there, man. Not yeah, trauma, lore. Be, lore. <laughs> you got to be moving. You got to move. All right. How about anime or video games? Oh, video games. I'll pick video really? games. Really? Yeah. What are, you, what are you playing these days? Oh, I'm super busy, though. I haven't been able to play as much, but the last game I played was like Hogwarts Legacy, but I got into the <laughs> musical, so I couldn't. But I know the Spider-Man game's coming up. I really, really want to play that one. <laughs> Cyberpunk's expansion's coming up. I really want to play that one. So uh-huh. video games, period. All right. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Now, this one's this is going to hurt your soul a little bit. Okay. Rice or noodles? Oh, noodles. Noodles. Really? Yeah. Noodles. Okay. I love noodles. I love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. No, I, I, I can't complain either way. You know, if you went with rice, that'd be fine. You went with noodles. Yeah, but there's like but no, that'd be tough. Yeah. No, wait, wait. There's no fried rice, though. <laughs> I love my fried rice. Oh, no chicken rice. Yeah, but right. Dude, with noodles, it could do so much with noodles. Because I don't like porridge. I, I like I like congee, uh-huh. like congee, but I don't like... Sure. Oh, dude! Uh, no, no, I went to noodles already. I can't. I can't back. Yeah, no can't turning back. <laughs> That's it's, fine. It's... <laughs> All right, hey, you threw in some singlish. I, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. Other than silk, 
Who's your favorite superhero? Oh, oh my god, this is so tough. <laughs> superhero, right? Mm. It could be an obscure one. If you know one from a comic book, you can throw out that one. Oh, this is so tough. Okay, so I wouldn't say she's my favorite favorite, but she's like the superhero that stuck with me all these years. Yeah, all these years. If I get a chance to ever play her, that would be super sick. I even considered doing her stuff for TikTok. Her name is... She's from the X-Men. Her name is yeah. Surge. She's from the new generation X-Men. Uh-huh. I think she's really cool. She's really yeah. chaotic, but she's really cool. Um, <laughs> I love her because I feel like she's not the stereotypical, nice... Um, I don't know. She's not like a goody two-shoes kind of hero. Uh-huh. Yeah, she has like... Uh, she absorbs electricity, which is hella cool. Yeah. And she's got blue hair. She's yeah. feisty. She came from a really rough background, and it's like one of those like rough backgrounds to like hero arc. But she's it's a bit like Wolverine, where he's like mm-hmm. angsty, a little dark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Da- dark and angsty. But she's not like X twenty three, where she's like angry all the time. Like Search becomes like a leader in, in certain things, and I really really like that. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you you guys don't know about her, her name is Serge. Just look her up. She's an X Men. They don't write her in anything now, which is kind of sad because I think, I think the X Men's not like people yeah. don't really talk about it anymore. We'll wait for yeah. the MCU to do the X Men, and then they'll right. be relevant again. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's gonna take. Yeah, yeah you know, like they. That. I mean, no one ever cared about Thor or you yeah, know, like, or or like Guardians of the Galaxy for one. Like, no one cared right. about Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy until they did a show or like a movie right, on them. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, all search. right, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, good choice, good choice. And then we have a signature question where we ask uh, people who their infatuation is. Infatuation is anyone in the Asian community who is living or deceased that you admire or that has influ- influenced you. It could be someone you know, could be a stranger. So Estelle Fly, who is your infatuation? This is tough because I don't have uh, I don't have a habit of like being super infatuated one person. It's kind of like uh-huh. the best things of like different people because yeah, that I take with me. But I'm gonna sound super boring. But I'm going to say Michelle Yeoh simply because she's been in it for so long. And yeah. my mom and Michelle Yeoh used to be from the same church. And they went for the really? same... Cell. Yeah, my mom is like friends with her brother. Yeah. In, 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 okay. in, 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 in Malaysia. So it's like... Right. It's this really small world. But we. it's like she's like light years away. But she's oh, like... Yeah. She's amazing. I think she's she's really amazing, and I wish if yeah if I could, which is why I said if I become an old lady, I'm not going to be like Michelle Yeoh, where I'll be an A-lister for sure. But I, right, right. If I could just do something, <laughs> do something. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, it's because yeah. if Michelle Yeoh can do it, I know that there is like a glimpse, a slither of hope that it could happen. No, I, and I love. That. I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm so glad that she's just blowing up bigger than she ever has before. And you know, she's. I I remember her. I went to. Uh, I went to Macau oh. in like 1992 uh-huh. and I saw a Super Cop 2 on the screen, Jackie Chan and oh, Michelle Yeoh. Oh. And I was super, I'd never heard of her before and I was blown away. And then just to see her for the last, what is that, 30 years, yeah. just, you know, she's, I mean, she's obviously been a huge star in Asia forever, Yeah. but you know, some Americans knew her from this or that, but you know, starting with. 
James Bond and then Crazy yes. Rich Asians. And then, yes, you know, like, yes. But then now she's at the top, top, top of her game. Academy Awards. Yes. TV shows galore. Yeah, so she's, yeah, great pick. Great pick. She, she came a long ways. Like, she just won a pageant and she just happened to know martial arts. And then yeah. she went. It was like a huge, long journey for her. Long and, journey. And she's from Southeast Asia. So it's not just like Asia, Asia. Right. It's like Southeast Asia. And it's really rare. That you hear anyone yeah. come up from Southeast Asia who's like an Academy Award winner. So yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she's Very amazing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, this has been really fun. Thanks yes. for coming on with us. Yeah, no, thank you so much for your time, Curtis. Really, really appreciated. I'm so sorry. I feel like I'm talking so much. I no, that's sh- the point of this thing. Yeah, no, but I feel like I should be asking you stuff too. Or no, like, no, no. I, people don't want to talk to me. They, no. want, <laughs> they hear me every week. They don't need to hear me. They, <laughs> you're the guest. You're the guest today. Oh, well, thank, so, thank uh, you. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, if you ever come out to California, maybe get an audition or something, let me know. I mean, I'm, I'm up in San Francisco, so a little bit away from L.A., uh-huh. but uh, if you're ever in San Francisco, let me know. I love San Francisco, so for sure. I would, I would definitely yeah. hit you up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, we we won't do any food that you can get over there. We'll find something like maybe some good Mexican food. I was going to some... say, bring me to eat Mexican food. Holy shit. I like yeah. I have like kind of like a like a little bit of it in Singapore. I'm like, there's no way that America's it's... is at this standard. It's going to be like way better. Yeah, when I, whenever I was in Asia, that was that was the thing I missed the most was like a good burrito or some tacos <laughs> or some street tacos or something. No, yeah. yes, for sure. Oh my god, please bring me to eat those street food. I love street food. Please bring me to eat. All right, yeah, yeah, no problem. So yeah, definitely talk to me when you get over here. Sure. And so everyone out there, go follow Estelle. On, you can see, you can listen to Estelle's music on Spotify. You should definitely go follow her on social media at Estelle Fly. Uh, what are your main ones? Instagram and TikTok? Those are the... uh, Instagram, TikTok, both is Estelle Fly. They're the same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah are you on work. threads? I am. Oh, my God. I'm, <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's part of the game, bro. I don't hate the player. Same. I hate the game. I got to... I got no choice. I joined it. You know, I was. I, I thought I was pretty early, but I was still like 55 million. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you know, like everyone's going to be there on there for sure. So, I, I mean, guess, yeah. you could be the first 50 million people. They could be like... Yes, but... I mean, I didn't even like Twitter, so I don't even know what I'm going to do on Twitter. I know. No, no, fact. I, I, I'm horrible on Twitter. I don't ever post anything on Twitter. So it's like, I don't know how I'm going to do on threads. Let's see how long I last here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. So everyone out there, you can follow us at Infatuation Podcasts at Facebook or Instagram or threads, I guess, if you want to. Or you can send us an old-fashioned email at infatuationpodcasts at gmail.com. Uh, listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And so, so yeah, so just thanks again to Estelle for coming on. And everyone out there, thank you for listening to us talk about random things for an hour but we're happy that you're here too and so on behalf of estelle and myself we hope that you're all happy healthy and safe out there we'll talk to you again soon bye everyone Bye.